these buttons and everything. I just gotta get okay, these okay, okay, okay. All right, you primitive no screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. Fine. We'll there is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. Yeah. The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Uh, Nubbins needed help. Uh, oh, you're here. Oh, oh. Cheers. Oh, hi, Jason. You're, you're going PBR? Yeah. Paps Blue. Hi, Mike. That's Jason. This is the Three Nose Podcast. <laughs> We're live streaming on Facebook. We're all out of sorts because of that failed technical Just I don't understand. I just don't understand why. It did it before and it won't do it again. Right. And this is bullshit. 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 So Bullshit. hence we need we need beverages. Yep. Um, cheers. So cheers. Paps Blue uh, Ribbon, five point nine percent strong beer. Uh, my what I've dubbed now my favorite cider uh, growers, Juicy Bartlett Pear. Oh, that was my wrestling name in high school. Oh really? Juicy Bartlett Pear. Oh, oh, I think I remember seeing banners. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> hey. What? Hey, so <laughs> I, I want I want I want to know details, man. Details. Yeah, because uh, you treated yourself to a oh hey. to a special spa day. Spa day. Yeah, uh, it was my birthday, Thursday, Friday. Happy belated birthday, sir. Yeah, Friday was uh, Friday was my birthday. I turned fifty two. Um, my my favorite number, my lucky number. Um, it is uh, really. Yeah, that was it. I, that was the uh, my jersey number for ah, football. Okay, um, it was my my. I, I like for whatever reason that combination of a five and two. That's that's hey. my 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 lucky number. Um. Uh. Yeah. Woke up. Uh, birthday day. Woke up. Mags goes. Where do you want to go for breakfast? Uh, oh, good question. And we ended up going to Tina's Cafe on Bloomfield. I'm not familiar. Yeah, it's that. It used to be Country Kitchen or Flapjacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize so, they changed. Yeah, so they they moved the the Flapjacks franchise to Lacroix Street. Mm. Okay. Yes, I yeah. do remember hearing about that. Yeah. That's why. That's why that Flapjacks is yep. there. For so, some reason, I had it in my head that they closed the North Side one. No. Oh no! They closed the South Side the one, Bloomfield one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Tina and her family now run it. I have no idea who Tina is. It's just that's the not name. Not the Tina the, I know. Not the Tina we know. Um, I ordered the last. This is the second time we went. Um, when I was there for the first time, I thought I'm going to try the biggest thing they have on the menu, and that was the the Chatham Beast. Breakfast. I am past that phase of my life. <laughs> I've been there, but yeah. I'm past that phase. And this thing was a beast. And it was fantastic. I finished so, it all. Can you describe it? Uh yeah. It was Was it meat, meat and more meat? <laughs> uh, eggs. Four eggs? Three eggs. Three eggs, bacon, sausage. I swapped out the ham for more bacon. Uh home fries. Two two pieces of thick Texas toast, French toast. Okay. Cut in quarters. So now I said two pieces of French toast. <laughs> and it ended up being like four pieces of French toast. And I was like, holy cow. Um, 
And fruit you cup. asked for it. I did ask for and it. And a fruit cup. And a fruit cup. Um, there was a lot, a lot of food. Uh, I did not eat all of the uh, the home fries because I was like watching my carbs and <laughs> so good cover. I, I, I was covered. Um, the uh, this time we went. They said their 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 menu is massive for a breakfast menu. They've got a lot of choices. And this time around, I went with, it's called the Amber Benny. So it's an Eggs Benedict. Okay. Um, instead of like the traditional female bacon or something like this, mm-hmm. they use smoked salmon. Oh. Oh, indeed. Oh. Smoked salmon, red onions, and capers. I uh, only once, well, twice on that on that adventure at least, um, have ever tried bagels and locks. Mm-hmm. And I, and that was on the cruise. Yep. And I, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yep. So you, add, you're adding kind of that mix to an eggs Benny. Yes, you are. Oh yes, please. Yeah. So that like with the capers. And, that, and that's at Tina's on Bloomfield. You said Tina's on Bloomfield, not sponsored by any. Crystal. Crystal got yeah. a new breakfast place for us to yes, try. You do. Yeah, that's. Um, the the smoked salmon and the capers. Uh, add a saltiness yeah, I to can it. Imagine. Yes. So the hollandaise sauce, uh, kind of cut, kind of cuts it. I would see that, but that's why I got the fruit cup. So yeah, I had the that. saltiness and the sweetness of the fruit combined mm. made it really good. And I can imagine. I really, really enjoyed that. Mags Man. had a Monte Cristo sandwich. It looked so good. I don't know if I've ever had one of those. That's kind of like Cristo. Is that the outs- inside out grilled cheese? No, um, think of it as uh, French toast okay. with ham and cheese in between. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Actually, kind of sounds like a McGriddle. A little kinda, bit. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Now that you think about it, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, fantastic breakfast. Um, we, we ended up going home and digesting a little bit. I would imagine. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Let's hit the slopes. Oh, that was just like... After the like the beast breakfast that I had, it was just like, I'm going into a food coma for a little bit, I, so... I would be surprised if you hadn't. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We forgot to do something. Hey, what's up? This is Jeff Anderson, the jerk from Clerks. You're listening to the Three Nose Podcast. I want to punch all three of them right in their nose. Now, imagine if you will, that's at the beginning of all this stuff. Yes. And apologies, Dave. I, I'm sorry. I know you sent me a, a cleaned up version. I just haven't gotten around to clicking over yet. Yep. So um, then I decided I need a steak for my birthday breakfast or my Birthday, Wait, second breakfast. No, second breakfast. Yeah, I'm a you hobbit. Become a hobbit all of a sudden. I have become a hobbit. Is that um, what happens when you turn fifty? I don't know because I turned fifty-two. I know, but have you been feeling this way for a couple years? For a couple now? years now, and you just haven't realized it until just now. No, and I said I ate more when I was before I turned fifty. Okay, uh, I think I t- turned more more dwarf-like. Okay, so you're you're a, a, a lapsed hobbit. I am a lapsed hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, that's a t-shirt. Lapsed hobbit. hobbit. <laughs> Trademark three nose. Yep, can't use that. Leave yep. it. Hands off. Um, Although is hobbit trademarked? 
I would think it would. We, we should probably uh, Tol- consult Tolkien. Tolkien's, uh, Tolkien created that entire thing himself. Yeah. So I bet most you, likely. I yes. bet you if we talk to the Tolkien family, they'll probably say like, nah, nah, bro. Okay. Can't do that. All right. Well, unless no, it's not in public domain. N- no, no, halfling, something like that could work. That could work. Did they fit the stereotype though? Hmm. Halflings and hobbits are roughly the same. Game wise, All game right. mechanic wise. Anyway. Okay, so there you go. It can work. Yeah. It can work. Yeah. Trademark. Ding. Yep. <laughs> so we ended up going to. Um, I wanted to go to Buis Beef to get one of those steaks, but they're closed. Where's that? That's out on Bloomfield by the uh, the four hundred one exit. Oh, I don't get out there, so I don't have any idea what's out yeah, there. Yeah, they they run a. Uh, I know they've added a lot more out there. Yeah, there it's a cattle ranch. They do uh, cow calf. Okay. Um, Basically, if you watch Yellowstone, yeah, this is what Buis Beef does. Okay, they have cows. All right, the cows give birth to calves. The, yeah, then they slaughter the cows. They and, do it all right there on site. Yes, really. Yeah. All well, right. I don't know if they do the 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 butchering. The butchering. Okay. But um, they raise cows. They have bulls. They have. They, it is an actual working cattle ranch. All right. And. Um, they sell their stuff at their at the store that they do have their own store, um, yeah, fantastic stuff. I like Buse Beef yeah. not just because they're friends of mine, but the meat that they raise is fantastic. Price comparable to yeah, yeah for yeah. all intents and purposes, like especially right now with in this day oh, yeah. and age of just inflation, yeah, um, yeah, you're you're gonna get the thing. I I would like. To go to Buis Beef more often to support my friends, keep their their family farm alive and running. Um, Buis Beef on Bloomfield. Yep. Again, not sponsored. Nope. But uh, just off of off of Bloomfield of. on Buis Line. They okay. have their own line. They have their own line. That's how long they've been there raising they, cows. There you go. Yeah. Um, ended up going to Mercado. Got steaks there. Okay. Um, well, usually you can find good stuff there. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, putted around for most of the uh, the day. Mags had to go to work. Um, by the time she was leaving to work, I had booked myself into floating therapy. I'm a fan. To get a, a 20-minute sauna and a one-hour float in their open float tank. Yes, I've done the open float once. Yep. I prefer the closed tank. I... I'm the opposite. I think I like the. Uh, I've done both, uh, both tanks when it was on the King Street, right? And then this was the first time I did the open float, and I kind of like it yeah. a little bit better because the tank is so big, and like you literally can have a couple's float. Yep. That's the, mm-hmm. how big it I've is. I've been trying to convince Crystal. Yeah, my magazine. And I said, and I'd be willing. I I told her I'd be willing to put on like a face mask, and she can keep the lights on a little bit, because I know that's her biggest thing is the is the the pure darkness. Yeah, that might be too much for her. Maybe, but I think just the relaxing float aspect of it. Yeah. Well, let me. Uh, if you don't mind, I just want to jump into a quick story from sure, last night sure. for us. We went to the annual pro pool party at Teen and Brad's. Yes. Um, where you never know what's going to happen. No. Okay. Well, Crystal went there with a plan because she has a history of going overboard. No. Usually it's because she's working that day and then gets there and has to play catch up. <laughs> oh, that's okay. not good. Yeah. Not this year. 
No. We had oh. time. We we had time to prepare, and she plotted because she didn't want to go overboard. So she bought one bottle of wine. Yeah. And her plan was to mix that with uh, buble. You know, ah, the, the, okay. The, the can water, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so which was her plan, and she had her first drink, and then Jason made her second drink, <laughs> and her third drink, and her fourth drink. It was between the third and fourth drink that Jason realized I haven't been mixing. Oh no! So yeah, she drank an entire large bottle of Kentland Ridge. Oh no! And, and, yeah. Plus, I then had to go get more beverages. <laughs> um, Lisa drove, and uh, like we got there, I, and I was bad because I bought some of those twisty shots because I know they like them. Yeah, I said they're having fun. Let's. That's, keep this ball rolling. Keep, keep it going. So, yeah, we had the twisty shots. We all had one. And uh, Crystal went in the pool. Now, Tina and Brad have a heated pool. Okay. It was 87 degrees. Oh, that's nice. Even with that light rain that w- occurred, yeah, it yeah. was nice. Like, I just, I sat there with my face back, my getting pelted, but the rest yeah, of my yeah, body yeah, was yeah, warm. Yeah. You know, it was nice. Well, once all Crystal's beverage really sinked in, she, yeah, she was gone. But she didn't want to get out of the pool. No, because it's comfortable. But we didn't want her to drown. Well, you put a floaty under her. But but that would take her out of the water where she'd get cold. Mm. Okay, because it was still light rain and whatnot at this point. So, no, no, no. Like, the the good husband that I am, I was her lifeguard, her floaty. Look at you. I held her in the proper, like, lifeguard saving position to keep her in a a comfortable position. (laughs) And we were there for quite some time. Very all wrinkly. Getting there. <laughs> um, there was snoring. <laughs> okay. She was that comfortable. Wow. And we just let it happen. Sure. We just let it happen. She was having a good time. She would still respond every once in a while if somebody said something a little louder. She'd, hey, you know, but... But no, she just, yeah. And as long as she didn't drown, it's all yeah, cool. I, I, I kept her safe. There you go. You know? And yeah, it was it was just chill, though. Yeah. And and it's friends that we really don't hang out with as much anymore. Especially Lisa and Dave came down. They're, they live four houses down from Tina and Brad. Okay. So, Do I, have I met Lisa and Dave? Lisa Cadeau or Van Dusen. You Not might have met them once or twice. They, yeah. you, you would probably remember Lisa if you did see her again, because Lisa knew everybody yeah. back then in the high school days. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. Crystal's social butterfly friend. Ah, so you know everybody would hang up. Remember when we used to hang up at the mall in the food court at the mall? Yes. So we would hang out, and I'd always try to get the table that was right in front of Japan Camera Center because that's where my mom worked. Yeah. Right, and so I could go in and talk to my mom, maybe hit her up for some money. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. Um, so the, we were across from the bathrooms. Yes. Coming back from the bathrooms. We'd all go to the bathroom together and come back. And we're coming back. Well, Lisa, being the social butterfly she is, has to stop and talk to everybody on the way. Sure. It took her 20 minutes to get across the food court one time. <laughs> I timed it. 20 well, minutes. Just don't. It's the social event of the year. I don't want to miss it. This was a daily occurrence. Sure, almost. I know. I know. I said, <laughs> but this is Chatham. When that mall was open and when it was the thing, that was the thing because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, you're right. Um, so just seeing, but being with them again, 
and they they get into they get into their stories and they get they catch up on the gossip that goes around in their each of their circles and sides. Yeah. Yep. And what well, else have they heard about other people that they neither one has contact with? You sure. know, gossip, gossip, gossip. Well, that's all. That's um, what you're supposed to do in your social gatherings. They, but then they came to an idea that they're going to be working on. Okay. Um, all three of them and myself all turned fifty within a four month period. Uh oh. So they want to have one party. Wow, it's fifty though. It's it's a it's a milestone. No, they they were uh, initially. I thought they were talking like we're talking like two hundred people, hall- like Halloween, a Halloween. Bash, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like possibly doing it around Halloween in the center point. Okay, doing another Halloween bash like we used to do. Yeah, you know, sell yeah. ten ten buck tickets or whatever, and you know. Just go all out. Sure, you know, absolutely. That's a possibility, but that's got that's going to have some moving parts. We got to sort out. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, but they might. They, I think they were talking down to a, just uh, try and have a bigger house party. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Who has a big enough yard? Tina and Brad host these parties, and they, at times I've seen in probably twenty to thirty people at least. That's a good number right there. Plus and they got a heated pool. They got the heated pool, so if it's still early enough. Yeah, they'll crank it on for the day. And yeah, well, there you go. Because it does cost quite a bit. Ah. charge admission, <laughs> fifteen bucks. But 15 but that, that's in the works. So, yep. but yeah, Crystal, that was Crystal. Well, she was just out. I was it, like I was her like floating. Good night. No, it, no, it was it was a good time. And go. then things got spoiled with stuff that I can't get into. And uh, we were home. Just before ten, ah, uh, that's all right. You were you were watching. What did you watch last night? I saw you post Batman sixty six. Batman sixty six. Yeah, it was on. Uh, I, I've been getting into uh, kind of a kick with um, wanting to get back into watching stuff, and I did not have a Blu Ray player, so oh. I stopped off at Best Buy, and I snapped, uh snagged a, a new Blu Ray. Where's player. your PlayStation? That's Parker's. Oh, oh okay. T- today is his moving out day, actually. All oh, right, yes. So he, him, hit Parker and Taryn and Mags are par- packing up what is in his room. Okay. And he is moving. Are you taking them up or are they going on their own? They're going up on their own. Okay. Um, yeah, so he he. Uh, I can. Going oh no, never mind. Never mind. I, was, I think that was a slightly different situation. I can remember you moving Taryn, so you'll you'll do everything you can to move move the girls, but the boys are on their own. Well, he's he, <laughs> favoritism. He, I yeah, get it. he's moving into a uh, a semi furnished. Oh really? Place like wow. him him and a buddy they found a house in London, and he's renting a room, and his friend is renting another. Another okay. one of the rooms. And Probably it, like a kind of student house type yeah, of situation. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So he just got, he was working, uh, he got a job at uh, one of the wine stores in London. Okay. And then he got another job at another wine store in London. Okay. Gets his uh, security license. Is he a sommelier? No, not that fancy. <laughs> He'd be making way more than minimum wage. Now I'm picturing him as the sommelier in uh, the little the, cup, the chain, the Continental. The oh, sommelier at the Continental. Well, if he was <laughs> that kind of a sommelier, that'd be different altogether. But um, his uh, he got be his, way cooler. <laughs> it would be way cooler. He got his uh, security license in the mail. Oh, um, 
applied to um, a couple positions in London. Uh, Shooter Sean, uh, Parker used him as a reference. Sean is a manager for Paladin Security. That's who you know. So you got a leg in, foot in the door that way. And then a friend of Taryn's, she... (laughs) She had a relationship with the guy that interviewed Parker. Holy shit. <laughs> so Parker had her on his resume as a reference. Okay. So did they know this going in? Or was this coincidence? This was like coincidence. Holy that, crap. That Parker had no idea who he was going to be interviewed by. Right. But so she happened to be on that resume. She just happened to be on that resume. Holy shit. So by the time he hung up the phone from that interview he had gotten the job <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy that uh, can you have any more of an argument for fate or Honestly. nepotism they're part of that too but yeah, still fate, the, fate yeah. put the pieces together for the nepotism right 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 <laughs> so so he uh he starts this security gig damn uh a week or two everything's coming up millhouse hey he's it, it's working out well. how's he doing lungs lungs wise Better. Yeah. Better. Um, I would assume so since he's getting on the move on here. Yep. So he's uh, he's out of houses with animals. That's that's the big one, one of the big things. Okay. So um, he's going to be like his 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 room is going to be like hermetically sealed <laughs> kind of thing. Kind of, surgical. So, surgical. But he's uh, a clean room. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the yep. Uh, fucking level four hazmat suits. Just a, like, you got a cat. Get in. But he's going to be one uh, little hair. Yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> no, he's been getting um, he's going to be getting more than minimum wage. Nice. And this is like an entry level position. So there's room for advancement for him in this. Excellent. So and that's what he's aiming for, right? Kind um, of this is the world he's looking for. It seems to be one of the easier routes for him to take. Okay. And he's going to be doing like other stuff. So sure. he can he can look at he can use this as a springboard for something else. That's that's all you need. That, Xander's right. Xander's in the same boat. He done school, so he got a teaching job with a a, a school up there. Yeah. And uh, so he and he got paid. Had his first two lessons this week. That they they didn't have to pay, but he got paid anyways. So, okay. uh, so it's that kind of gig. Yep. And uh, they both said they want to come back. Nice. So he perfect again. This is somewhere to start to keep him floating. That's all you gotta do. He does not want. He can't come back to Chatham. No. There's nothing no. for what Xander wants to do in Chatham, and it's too yeah. far away from where the action is. Yeah. Well, so, he almost has to be directly in Toronto for Waterloo is close enough with the trains and whatnot. Yeah. He can he makes that work. So and plus he's got friends that and he ends up doing a lot of collaboration stuff with so coach crash someplace that kind of thing yeah, yeah. good yep. like I'm it, it's working out yes it's working out hey um, our kids are doing good that's right. what's important right so we did something right oh there's some getting fucking somewhere <laughs> so yeah you booked your float booked my float open open open, open room um I did a 25 minute sauna first. Mm-hmm. Um, 125 degree sauna. Oh, felt so good. I've only ever done sauna either after a workout yeah. or after like a swim at the Y and whatnot. I've yeah. never done it as like a therapy nope. thing. I, I want it. Well, because the, the, the sauna that they have there, 
Um, it has light therapy built into it, oh, yeah? so it changes the light. Can you can change the color? And according to their research, it sounds pretty woo woo hippie bullshit yeah. stuff. What different color light that you sit under affects you differently? Okay. So I was sitting under uh, red light for the like circulation. Rage. Rage. Yeah. Um, it's like the Green Lantern cords, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but it felt good. Like I said, I sat there and... I got into that kind of thing back in the day with um, colored bathwater. Yep. Like you buy these and it, it said different colors were to promote different things. Yep. And I would go for green for creativity and whatnot. Yep, yep. So I wonder if it's light, if it's green for that as well. I'm sure somebody I, yeah, well, somewhere I, I, has that idea. In there, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like, got in, closed the door, locked the door, shut the light off, stripped down, hopped inside the sauna. And just, they had stuff in there to read. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to focus and meditate. meditate yeah. And... And said, like I said, it got up to like 125, 126 degrees. The lights go out. That's when my timer was off. And I opened up the the door of the sauna. And that cold air rushes in. And I was like, whoa. And I can <laughs> feel my pores snapping shut as that, the, the cold air hits it. That's uh, what we get when we're in the hot tub in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the really cold ones in winter. Yep. That's exactly it. Um, get out. Grab my stuff, throw my robe on, um, go to close the robe, and I went, oh, this is not covering everything she said <laughs> it was going to cover. So threw my shorts on, um, come wandering out, and I was like, where did everybody go? And she's like, Went oh. home for lunch. Yeah. She's like, oh, over here. All right, cool. And then she goes, open, open float tank room. Uh, she shower off. Um, get in the tank. The light is uh, motion sensitive. Yep. Uh, so I got. I get in the tank and I and I get myself situated and I'm I'm floating and I get my balance and the light goes out and I was like, oh, here we go. What I didn't say is I also took a microdose of mushrooms. I was waiting for that. <laughs> you were leaving out an important yeah. detail, but. Hour and a half, two hours before. So by the time I got into the tank, I was like knee deep into <laughs> this mushroom trip. And um, it was not as intense as I thought it was considering the last time I, I did these. Yep. I'm thinking it either might be A, a quality control issue on the capsules of the mushroom. Okay. Or... I've introduced a new environment, and the mushrooms are like, oh, what's going on here? Right. And they were trying to decide what was going on. I would say, by my theory, based on my experience, it's the open room concept. Yeah. Because, to me, I could feel the difference in the air a little bit against my skin. Like, you you just can't control that much of an airspace. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I, it's and much I felt cooler. like the salt, the salt yeah. was drying on my skin, yeah. and I got really itchy. So I did not like the the open room for that. Plus, I think I could hear outside, like the room, like the truck noises and stuff. On the very rare occasion, yeah. I could hear them more in there than you can in a tank. Maybe because I like for me, my experience in the tank, um, 
I found it a little too claustrophobic. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, you you have you are claustrophobic. A little bit. Um, I I honestly, I guess I don't feel that really. Yeah, no, like it just the the heat buildup in the tank itself was a little much. And I remember opening the door the first couple times that I went in the tank just to get the airflow. That is maybe why I like the open. I I can agree with you there. Yeah. I think the, the last time I did it, again, I didn't have at quite as, as solid of an experience with that last float I had about a month ago. Yeah. Um, but I did have to, I did crack the door open at one point just to get a little bit of air. Just, I felt a little too stifled for yeah. that that time. So, but I thought the previous times I've done it. No, it's, uh, I'm usually, I don't remember. I just, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, on the ride. I'm going. Yeah. Oh yeah. So once, once I got settled and calm and I like, I wasn't anxious or anything like that. It was just like, stop moving and I stopped feeling everything. That is the perfect because I couldn't, I, w- I was, I felt nothing, nothing. Like I didn't feel anything touching those, me. Those moments in films where all of a sudden just uh, no audio. Yeah. That's where that mo- that's the moment you're looking for in the tank. Yeah. And I got that a couple times. And so when the mushrooms were kicking in and I was getting the visuals, I was getting light visuals. Um, there was a couple times I knew the mushrooms were working because I opened my eyes. <laughs> and you saw stuff. And everything, the the images that I was seeing with my eyes closed, and I opened my eyes in the the. It's pitch black in there. It is black. Yep. There's no light. Uh huh. The images persisted. Yep. And I'm just like, that's when you know it's good. That's yeah. I was like, <laughs> I am in. That's not even spot. the mushroom talking. That's a good tank yeah, experience. That I said, I'm in a really good spot right now. Um. And. Some of the visuals, I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is this is cool. Um, weird, like uh, fractal geometric. That's stuff. generally the only things I can remember yeah. is I know I saw shit like that. Yeah, but once I go deeper, I know I get into a full on dream state. Like I'm I'm gone. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. No, but this one, um, some of the faces from my last mushroom chip. Yeah. Made a cameo. Appearance. Oh shit! And I'm just like, I see you, and they're like, oh, and they, they kind of. <laughs> you scared them away. Yeah. So there's like, I don't know where we are right now. But this is not the usual spot. And wrong scene. Wrong scene. And like, did um, they move quick or did they back out slow? No, like some of the ones are like, like no, we're not supposed to be here. And they wrong they, memory. Yeah, they took off, and there's a couple of like it would fade in and fade out. And it was a good time. And, like, this was, like, the first time I actually lasted the entire hour in the tank because I was I was there and I was doing, going deep, and I was opening things and I was looking at stuff. All of a sudden, I got a jet of cold water as the, uh, the water exchange. That's how you know. Okay. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. And... I said I, I said I was looking for the, uh, there's a, a, a small light switch on the side of the tank. Yep. So I hit that, and that turned that green light on. And it's like, and I sat up in the tank and was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> All right. So I said I dragged my out, drag myself out of the tank. I moved. The motion sensors turned the lights on. Um, 
was like, oh, okay. And like, I just start showering off all the salt and get dressed. Then I come out. And the light, when the light, real light hits you. That's when that, it was like, it was so bright. And because of the mushrooms, everything was so crisp and the <laughs> colors were popping. And like, there was a, a painting on the wall and it was, it looked like a cityscape, uh-huh. but it was actually like uh, a woman's head and breast in like the floating position. Okay. And it, so I'm getting conflicting ideas <laughs> i'm just looking at this painting i was like i need to take that home your inner art critic came out right now like i like this and i go around and to the you just the, liked it because it had boobs that may be the case <laughs> but i'm i am a simple man so nothing wrong with it nothing wrong with boobs um i come out to go to the foyer and there's a girl standing there and she turns around looks at me and she Ah, no, no. <laughs> she looks at me and she gets the biggest smile on his, on her face because I'm coming out like a foot off the ground. I'm so blissed out at this point in time. <laughs> the The owner, she goes, how is that? I went, that open tank is amazing. She goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple other people in there. They were just kind of, kind of. Laughing and chatting. They must be regulars and stuff Probably. like that. Probably. A lot of people do it regular. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I need to do this a little bit more often. I keep feeling the same way. And, yeah, yeah I need. I definitely need to push for that. Like, I might not necessarily do the mushrooms each and every time because, one, it can get expensive. And two, <laughs> there's, there's some things that just don't need to have that door open all the time. So... <laughs> But it was freak them spirits out. That's right. I, I the the combination of the sauna and the float is a good combo. I like. Are you familiar with the Insidious movie film series at all? I am familiar with the title. I know Red Door is coming out. Uh, yes, um, which I think is the final version. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's got Patrick Wilson, and it has something to do with him and the ability to go into like a spirit world. And yeah. I think they're being hunted by a demon or so- something along those lines, yeah. right? Okay. So he slips into that demon world, and then they—that's where you see them jumping out of the shadows and yeah, stuff, yeah, right? In yeah. the trailers. I feel like you and the mushrooms in the tank is the opposite. <laughs> Instead of the spirits scaring you. You're scaring the spirits. Uh, it's, like, hey. <laughs> it's like the I'm opposite here. of insidious. What is the opposite of insidious? Yeah. Decidious? I don't know. Insidious. Decidious? I don't know. <laughs> Silliest. But silliness. Silliest. That could be. That could be. But that is definitely um, something I am going to do more often. The float, uh, the float aspect, you the said. The float aspect. To be clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, maybe I do more mushrooms. <laughs> But but mushrooms is a diminishing return thing okay. because um, the serotonin levels just get thrown right out of whack. Okay. So if like you need it's a it's a once in a once in a week a year thing or something. Not or? even yearly. Right. Like a long, you need a long period of reset. Yeah. You like I I've heard of some people like I trip every day and I'm going like yeah well you're gonna keep ha- having to take more and more to get the same effect. Because your your serotonin receptors get so fucking burned, your dopamine receptors receptors get burned out. Refresh my memory. Where to? How do mushrooms compare to LSD? 
Uh, it's not as aggressive. Are they in the same realm at all? They are psychedelic. Because I'm picturing uh, John Lithgow in Red. He was given daily doses of LSD for 30 years. Right, so, right. You know, I'm picturing that with mushrooms. <laughs> um, not so much because mushrooms are a little, seem to be a little bit gentler okay. on you. Okay. So half speed, John half Lithgow speed. Yeah. in Red. Okay. Right. All right. So the, um, I've never had a bad experience yet on mushrooms. No. Uh, I've had a, I've, I've had a trip with the mushrooms fucking sneaking up on me and fucking waylaying me <laughs> like a fucking amateur. Is that the one where you end up in the chair for? Yeah, because <laughs> is it, I, I took my, took the mushrooms and it was like super mild and I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe I just got a mild batch. And then surprise. And, and I, so I, I stood up to go to the washroom. And he fucking jumped around the corner and fucking sneak attacked me and fucking dummied me. The big hand on your shoulder. Yeah. Sit back down. Yeah, son. where do you think you're going, son? <laughs> you need to sit the fuck back down. Okay. Um No, that was a that was a that was a fun one. Um See, I have not had the experience. No, I, it's it's all about set and setting. Yeah. Your mind. Oh yeah, you made that clear. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a controlled environment completely right. kind of thing. Right. Um there is a thing called a, a trip sitter a lot of people use. A trip sitter? Yeah. So somebody will trip on mushrooms or acid or something like this. They yeah. will have somebody stone cold sober to keep an eye on them to make sure they don't do anything well, injurious to you're, them. You're my Sherpa. So, yeah. you know, like, should that, that day ever come for me, you, you got to be there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, if, you, if you need a trip sitter, I'll be your trip sitter. I, I've made it clear. You've been my Sherpa these last like eight, ten years. Right. So yeah, that's not that's not a problem at all. Um the float after the float, I said I sat in the car for a little bit and just let the uh, the air conditioning wash over me. I thought, hmm. I'm gonna go check out that new yoga studio on Grand Ave. Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting it's there. The, yep. the old lucky inn. Yep, just breathe yoga. And I roll into the parking lot, and there's somebody in a Just Breathe Yoga car backing out as I'm pulling in. And she rolls the window down. She goes, can I help you? I said, oh, I'm, I said, I'm just looking for some more information about the studio itself. She goes, for, for your wife or you? So for me. And I heard that uh, you have hot yoga in here. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she parked her car took me into the closed yoga studio. Potential client. Yep, and gave me a tour of the uh, the yoga studio. Hey, p- potential client. Right. Can't pass that up. Nope. So she was Under doing like this right. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially hot yoga. Um, I did. Is that hot yoga just where you're in a really hot room? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's it's hot. I know. The only references I've seen to hot yoga are on those other sites. So Not not that type not of that not hot, that type of hot, hot, yoga. hot type of hot yoga. Just making just making right. it clear. No, this this didn't is, know if you're looking at a new career for after retirement. Yeah, <laughs> never know, never know. Um, hot yoga. The room is heated up over 100 degrees, and I did a couple hot yoga classes in London before pandemic hit, and this is like as soon as you walk into this room, you're sweating. Is it steam? No, it's just hot. Just dry? Just dry. Okay. And um, 
So when you're sweating, it is just sweat. It's it not is steam. just okay. sweat. And you just you get in there, and if you've never done yoga, um, you just follow along as best you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't force anything. As soon as you start trying to force something in yoga, that's when you get hurt. Um, the Going an hour out of my way to go do hot yoga in London is just like, ah, I don't want to do that was that the closest place nobody else had it in chat no not up until this point really really a little surprised so but i don't i'm not hip to the yoga scene in chat right right so. right so um like the hot yoga is one of the one of the, a newer type thing air quote the new trend yeah it's 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 more it's getting more popular as we're going along. I, I, I figured it'd get to Chatham eventually. It started popping up in the movies and whatnot. The stereotypes for like the Beverly Hills. Rogan. Rogan. Rogan talks about it. Rogan yeah. loves hot yoga. Yeah. I, so. I, I You know, we I, back in the day. Yep. Yo, oh, yo, yoga was for women. Yep. You know? yep. But then, you know, then we see uh, somebody that, you know, we follow that we're a fan of. And he proved that DDP yoga for guys. It is real a thing. Guys. It is a real thing. Um. When when Rogan started to espouse hot yoga, I could imagine there was just a boom of membership. Uh, Probably people going and getting into uh, anybody hot yoga. who's got a big platform like that. Yeah. As soon as they throw any weight wow. behind something, it there, usually there's no bigger platform than Joe Rogan right now. It's not not in that world, especially. So when you see a lot of uh, MMA guys. Which makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. MMA guys need the flexibility. You yep. get your jiu-jitsu guys as well. Mm-hmm. They need the flexibility. There's more to their training than, than just working right. out in the gym and rolling around on the mat. Right. Absolutely. So that's like between hot yoga, sauna, float tanks. I'm going to get my, my cold tub up and running again. Yep. There's so much new information that's for for healing and wellness that a lot of people aren't taking advantage of. And here's the, the worst part about living in Canada. They, they announced it. It's going to happen. The liberal government is banning the sale of supplements and vitamins. Duff. Yeah. You I hadn't heard that. Yeah. This is new. Gee. Yeah, okay. so big pharma corruption. Hmm, right, I wonder. Right, exactly. Good so, lord. The only medication you are now allowed is something that's prescribed from your doctor. How the hell did that happen? How? What the fuck? Yep. This is this is a new thing that's coming through. So when you go to grocery store, pharmacy, Walmart, whatever that aisle that has all the vitamins and minerals, yeah, gone. Really? That is coming. But people need that shit. Nope. If you need it, you will go to your doctor and you will be prescribed. Oh, everything. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they're not, they're not banning it. They're banning it as over the counter. Right. It's all going to prescription base. Right. Okay. Okay. That's a little bit different. Yeah. It's still really no, fucking but, annoying but and you stupid. Can't, you can't even go buy a bottle of vitamin C. You will not be able to go to Walmart. It, it is absolutely pointless. Yes. Oh, I don't agree yeah. with it at all. I just I thought they were taking it away entirely. Like, no, no, no. Like no. it's a banned substance. Like like they're like hard drugs. That's how I was they're reading s- it. They're selling. They're treating it at the same level. Right, as it. right, right. Yes, I, which is absolutely. But they're not ridiculous. even doing that because in Vancouver, they're selling hard drugs. That's true. I I forgot so about that. So it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. 
it's it's fucking baffling. You can't go buy well vitamin C over the counter. It ma- it makes no common sense. True. It makes sense because we know why it's happening. Yeah. We're not stupid. We're not blind to the obvious. Right. The only who benefits from that? Right. Exactly. Okay. That's whenever a, whenever the government makes a decision on anything, who benefits from it? Right. I can only only hope and pray that we get an election sooner rather than later. Are we due this year? I don't no. This year, right? Um. Next year, right? Next year is the next one, but everybody's keeps. I keep reading and seeing that they're going like, oh, Justin might call a snap election in August or October uh, you or know, something like that. His popularity's in the toilet, whatnot. They could be yeah. pushing. They're getting pushed in that direction, right? So, and it could happen. God, I again, once again, and don't know what direction I'd be leaning, but not liberal, not def- NDP, NDP, because <laughs> no. NDP is the the fucking clown show. I had hope for NDP before what they pulled last time. They fucking barely are still barely a party. I I, I again had hope, but yeah, you know, they did whatever. <sighs> so, how did you end your your day? Well, well I kind of know. Yeah, part, part of well, you. Ended said I, I was uh, getting ready to make my steak for my supper that I got for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter comes out of his room. Oh, hey, happy birthday! Yeah, thank you, thank you. Well, uh, can I buy you something for supper? I went, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, steak hasn't hit the barbecue yet. Nope, We're good. Nope, still in the fridge. Still good. Um, uh, he goes, "What do you want?" I go, "Give me pizza." I had pizza. <laughs> That's a shift. I thought you for sure you were going to go something like steak or rib no. or something. Yeah, well, see, I, I have a steak. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, true. Okay. So I I know steak is in in my my uh, my orbit right. sooner okay. rather than later. Sure. All right. So yeah. But I haven't had pizza in a while. Okay. So he goes, uh, "What do you want?" I said, "I don't know." Get, what's your favorite? He goes, "Mike's has got a pulled pork pizza. That's really good." I went. That's what I'll take. I think I've tried that. Yeah. I think I did have that once. It was so fucking tasty. Yeah. They know what they're doing over there. Yeah. and I know yeah. one of the cooks there. So Pulled pork, bacon, barbecue sauce, caramelized onions. Oh. See, so it, very similar to the barbecue chicken pizza made famous by Cajun Peppers yes. around here. Yes. That's one of my favorites That's a good for one specialty too. pizzas. Yep. I like that. That sounds good. Yeah. And then... um. After after pizza, I went over to Taz's place to play a rousing game of cooperative uh, <laughs> uh, improv. Yes, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons with and the, Dragons. Uh, the the Friday Night Crew. Return to Ace Across. Yeah, you completed the uh, the prelim adventure essentially. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because that's why I was using that a quick little pre made. Now we're getting into my homebrew territory, yep. and, and I just <laughs> like I said, I. I I took that one picture and people just laughing at it. And I said, when you walk into the fucking room and the fucking furniture attacks you, and everybody's just fucking, ah, that's fucking funny. Again, this adventure was made like technically for like level two threes. Yeah. Okay. So, and you're, you were five at this point. So I had to up the ante. So I, you know, I used challenge rating collectors and, or uh, encounter things and whatnot and look at the options and, a family of mimics. Why not? Family of mimics. <laughs> I would, <I> said, <laughs> so, 
crushed that one chair as soon as I walked in. That fucking <laughs> everything's fucking killing me right now. And the knives kept popped up in the previous rooms. Oh. Yeah, you don't trust nothing in here now. No. So there's if it's whole, it gets it's gonna get a beating. <laughs> and boy, did it there's a lot of things got a lot of beatings on that one. Taz Taz ran into a serious world of hurt when the table attacked him and <laughs> he got bear oh, hugged by the by the table. Yeah, he almost got did he only did he get engulfed? Did he get swallowed by the table? I, he was he was restrained by it, yes. Yeah. At one point the table did have him wrapped. So the table was eating Taz <laughs> and said, I'm trying to run over and help him, but I'm tangled up with two living chairs. And it's a confined and, space, so a couple of members of the party did, couldn't even get clear at right. lines of sight. But that's that's dungeon diving one oh one. Exactly. That We're you, not used to that kind no, of No, that, because that a lot of people do wide open spaces and they get they can go go wherever they want. Dungeons are a different thing altogether. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the right tactics, boy oh boy, yep. somebody's getting chewed up by well, a fucking they're table. getting chewed up but other party members are left kind of in the back and without much to do because right. by the time they get up there everything's dead yeah or or the the things that you want dead are still alive and they're coming for you now yep so and now you got to try and heal from the rear right and these are like it's usually the squishy guys at the back and they're like, I'm not a fighter. Stop eating me. Hey, the, so, the Heelbot NPC is doing his job. Yes, he was. <laughs> and Hugo was coming in clutch. There was a couple times I was just like, oh, boy, this is, this is going to get bad. Yep. And then Hugo comes through and I was like, that's he's, better. He's, <laughs> he's using those th- third levels right away. That yeah, prayer, prayer of healing is the clutch spell. Yeah, you because, know? yeah, there was a couple times I was just like... I'm down to like my tens of hit points here, and I'm just like, oh boy. And I, I kept so worried about uh, Taz's character. He's a fucking barbarian. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's fine. He got hit. He got hit for 32 points in one round. And I'm like, oh shit, he really needs the heals. He was raging. He, he was raging, yeah. and and he's got like, I think he's up to 80. Glad to be close now. I think he's like between 60 and 80. I think is yeah. what he's up to now. So. I, on the other hand, <laughs> you're still a little squishier, still a little, a little bit squishy because I got hit for just over half of my hit points in that one attack. And I'm just like, oh, no. And then I tried to do my stones endurance, which fucking failed me horrifically on <laughs> yeah. that. And I'm just like, <laughs> this is not going to be fun. Uh, yeah, that, and we're just. We can be glad that I uh, decided that the crit rule does not work against you. That's good. Because we had a couple of them. Yeah, because that was but for the most part, the DM die was still rolling rolling yeah. in your guys' favor a lot. Yeah. There were a lot of missed shots because those frost giants. Ooh, those frost giants. The frost giants, that we had was the, which was the only random encounter, everything else I had pre-planned. Yeah. So the Ramorez, <laughs> that. Ate Tom. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, poor Tom. Tom finally gets in there. Oh, nope. I get. I'm eaten, <laughs> and he died. He was he he was making death saves while in yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah, he was uh, he was in trouble. That yeah, was a lot of trouble for Tom. Yeah, he uh, one more round. I would have had to die. Die. He would have had to die. Die because of the digestion. Yep. So yeah, yep. he was he. <laughs> It, yeah, it there, got scary was, for Tom. Yeah, Poor Hugo Tom. was right there, ready to pop him back up. It's but. True, but it was almost a picture wrap on uh, Oscar right there. Yep. Um, 
the the frost giants again like i said i'm trying <laughs> i tried i tried the to be diplomatic didn't need to happen didn't i i said hey i i can speak to these guys and then we i i had a good conversation going with the the leader and then somebody goes fuck you guys and like yeah one, uh, us. one 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 of them yeah one of them i think tom had moved Tom had shifted position, and that set one of the the lower ones down. Freaked him uh, out. Freaked him out, yeah. and he charged in. And yep, all right, start swinging, <laughs> and they hit hard. Oh yes, they did. <laughs> that was the guy I think that took me down. Now you want you want to know something that came out of the random encounter charts? Yeah, for levels ten and above. Oh God, <laughs> because that's where your guys are at. Like, yeah. even though you're only level six now, you're. I, it's it's getting tough to fight you guys now. Anith is 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 skewing things a bit. Yeah, there's enough of us that really skews the 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 combat rating. Oh yeah, or the the creature rating, and if it's not balanced correctly, it really messes up. What I'm looking at doing because I've been looking at online on a couple things on how to tweak that yep. stuff because there's all sorts of people's ideas everybody's right? got their home their ideas i'm starting i'm starting with uh i'm looking at equivalent according to the uh, encounter calculator that i've been using i'm going to take that find some that i like but i'm going to up their hit points maybe up their 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 damage yeah. by an extra point or their ac by an extra like the table mimic yeah. i actually added two points uh, to his ac and to his and one point to his damage. That makes sense because makes he was sense. bigger, yeah. and I was pl- I was playing him that he actually had pieces of wood. St- like my, my thought pattern is he had pieces of wood stuck to him because the mimic is just the blob inside the chest. Yes, right. Yeah, that it, it it can become other things, but when you see the the classic mimic in a chest, the blob is the mimic. Yeah. Is the mimic the chest is just what he's hiding in. Is it something along those lines? Uh, because that's what they describe it, that it sticks to whatever. That's why it engulfs people, because yeah. it sticks to you. So I took it that it's it's sticking to the, the chest. It looks like the chest has a mouth, and, and it may because it might be jagged, because it's using the top, of the, the top of the chest to pulverize you. You know, it's pulling it down on you. Right. Don't it, the way I read the description, like the details of a mimic. Uh, mimics are shape shifting predators able to take on any form of inanimate objects to lure creatures to their doom. In dungeons, these cunning creatures most often take the form of doors or chests. So, everything about it, it's not a chest, it is the mimic. Okay, but if you read like in the abilities section of the actual creature card. Yeah, and it talks about one of its abilities as and, an adhesive. Yes, object that. object form only. The mimic adheres to anything it touches. A huge or smaller creature adhered to the mimic is also grappled by uh, by it. Escape DC thirteen. The agility ability checks made to escape these grapples have disadvantage. So, as it's the tongue part, that's. That's what is the sticky. 
Okay. It, everything else, like okay, so it is the rest of it is still the mimic, right? Okay, then the idea, my my idea with the armor, but still, it was bigger. I'm playing it as it was bigger. Sure, at least well, I said you can play with that. I'm idea. the DM. I can do what I want. Well, you do it every once. My fucking party. I have to up the ante against you guys because you're right. walking through everything. Again, I didn't tweak a whole lot inside this place. I wouldn't say walking through. There's so many of us, though. That, <laughs> yeah, that yes. The party will be getting downsized a little bit coming yeah. soon. So, uh, spoilers. Well, listen, <laughs> I thought it was a picture app on Archie for that, that one. Well, like, he, Archie's he, down. He, he, he was down. Well, so. yeah. Archie going up against the Frost Giant? Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing makeshift leather armor that Tom had crafted for right, him right. Uh, while they were traveling. Yep. He doesn't... I think he might have just a basic club weapon. Like, if does he have a weapon? I think he has a basic club, like just like a, a good hunk of a stick. Yep, kind of I, thing. I has a stick. A shillelagh. A shillelagh. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. Irish. <laughs> An Irish giant ape. Yep. Okay, that works. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. I've, you know, now we're getting into the homebrew stuff. So now my story really kicks in. Nice. And I've got some really fun ideas coming. Um. People are might get angry. <laughs> Well, depending well, on how actually invested we get, angry? The, the key is the key is we gotta we gotta keep playing. You know, scheduling keeps life gets in the way, right? Right. So right, right. now, uh, you know, if we can keep it playing, the investment will come. Right. My, uh, we can now move on with uh, with one player down. Yeah. So if scheduling comes up where we're one player down, I can continue because we're at the point where I can pop what I what I set up. Right. So. So that that'll be nice. Fire two, fire two. Uh, I'm still going, um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it because uh, I really like. I'm still struggling with one aspect of my story. I just can't What's iron that? out. I, I'm not spoiling it for you. I can barely remember fucking what I gotta do tomorrow. <laughs> no, I can't. No, this is a big spoiler that I can't. You because it it affects you. Oh, <laughs> so no. Okay, it affects you. Remember, yeah. you have amnesia. You have a chunk of time missing. True. So in the game and in life. Well, yeah. <laughs> contact sports. Contact sports. <laughs> well, technically, Kermak did play contact sports as well. Well, he said he is a Goliath. They did not have the easiest upbringing. Do you, but do you just call just generally being a Goliath and beating the shit out of things a sport? <laughs> did he enjoy it? Yeah. Then it's a sport. It's a sport. <laughs> <laughs> when he get when he gets treasure, essentially he's getting paid for it. So it's a pro sport. Professional sports. Professional viol- violentist. 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 Something like that. <laughs> Professional violencer. Violencer. There we go. Professional violencer. It's like <laughs> your sommelier. Violence. Valencia. Valencia. I don't know. Oh, that sounds too close to Valencia. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, that filter, the fart filter. Yeah. Oh, somebody came on. Somebody came on? Somebody somebody's on the live stream. I don't Who's know. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who's Who here? are you? Who are you? I see you. Stranger danger. Who? Who are you? Deborah Jane. Deborah Jane. Hi, Deborah Jane. (laughs) So, no. Okay. Speaking of fun. Speaking of fun. I. I. You. You. Have an idea. You have an idea. Something we haven't done in a long time. 
Uh, let me just snuggled. You're right. No, we haven't. I haven't done that in a long time. I know we for haven't. a reason. <sighs> Would I rather get a hundred dollars for every push up I did, or five hundred dollars a day for free? Well, that the, there's an obvious answer there. It's okay, Deborah Jane. Sometimes vacuuming does take priority. The the. The easiest answer, of course, is the 500, but I can see the potential to the the push-ups. That's a great incentive. No, I'll take the, the $100 per push-up. I have decided I'm going to take $100 per push-up. Uh, yes, okay. So uh, $100 per push-up, uh, absolutely, because that's a great incentive. Yeah, so like, even if I do six. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're past it. I, I'm past it. All right. This one, I... Uh, this is a kind of... A you got a twinkle in your eye. This is a moral dilemma one. <laughs> a moral... Uh-oh. So, most people have a moral dilemma, but... Uh, okay. Me, okay. Would you rather give up your seat on a roller coaster for a child or refuse to let them have it? There's a little backstory that goes to this. Okay. Okay? Okay. It is the end of the day at the amusement park, and you get on the last available seat of the last roller coaster ride of the day. The problem is there's a child behind you who wants to go on the, go on and is crying because there's no room. Their parents ask you if you would let the child go on instead. Do you give up your seat or do you keep it? Who's going on with the fucking child? That's not part of the question. Do I give up my seat for this crying child or do I uh, tell him to go pound salt? No. I refuse. I refuse. Yep. I I spent my time. I you know I made the trip. I waited in line just like everybody else. That's right. Yeah, I had a lot, kid. Yep. Sorry about your luck, kid. I do still question who's riding that coaster with the kid. Right. So because one of the parents has to go with them. Exactly. And there's only one seat. Somebody like yeah. The parents have failed in parenting with that child. Yeah, exactly. Because. That the, the spoiled little brat is like, oh, I want to go on it. Like, fuck, no. Let him go on it. Strap him to the hood. Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> Just hold him on the outside. And <laughs> All right. Give him some Heelys and have him hold oh, on to the back. There's a, yeah, put him on the back and just hang on. Oh, did you see footage of that roller coaster? And I think it was North Carolina that had the big crack of the post. Dude, yes. And the yeah. one that got hung upside down. I was on a roller coaster that got stuck. I was... Upside down? No, not upside down, but it was it was it was bad. I was at uh, Canada's Wonderland. Do you remember the roller coaster, the Bat? I don't think I ever got to ride it, but I okay. remember hearing all about it. So, me and my buddy were on the Bat. We we're kind of close to the back. This is the thing that it has a thing. It comes down from a, a tower, clicks into the back, and it pulls you up. Okay, and then it lets you go. And you vroom, you go through, you do a loop, and then do like a bow tie turn, and then another loop, and you go up another hill, and it drags you up, and then you do the whole fucking thing backwards. Okay. So we're going up the hill, the first, the initial launch hill. Yeah. Click, 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 and it fucking stops. <laughs> oh, you're stuck at the we're top? We're stuck at the top. We're going like... Uh, Probably in like a forward position. Like, like. So we're we're looking straight down, <laughs> oh. and we're getting pushed into the like the the shoulder oh, harness shit. thing. And I was like, "Well, this ain't good." There's an announcement comes on, 
uh, we're having technical difficulties. Please do not stand up. I'm like, we couldn't stand up if we wanted to. No. The whole idea of the shoulder straps is to keep your ass in the fucking... Yeah, but, you know, some people might freak out and, right. and they'll force their right. way and they'll, you know, yeah. Squirrel out. Exactly. I'm going to die. But we were stuck at the top of this hill five, ten minutes. It was, it was like, okay, can we, like, go? And they're like... Uh, okay, uh, problem solved. The bat, the the ride will now commence. It goes click click up, maybe two more feet, gets to the top. Bam, let's go. So we fly through the the station. We do a loop. We do the bow tie turn. Come do another loop and go up the hill. Yep. Thing comes down, grabs the front of the the roller coaster, starts pulling it up. Bam, stops again. Holy shit! We're like. We're having a great day. We're going to die one way or the other on this goddamn roller coaster. So, again, we hear, oh, yes, we're having technical difficulties. Please remain seated. Do not stand up. Another five minutes goes by. It was like, yeah, okay, we're now commencing the ride. Goes up maybe five, ten feet. Bam. Shoom. We do the whole thing backwards. Yep. Bow tie or loop, bow tie, another loop. Go oh, up. so at least this time when you were stuck up, you were facing Back. upwards. Yeah, so okay. we're facing a little bit better. A little bit better. I wouldn't accept. You still don't know what's behind you, but right, right. <laughs> if you don't know what's going on behind you, yeah. So we're just like, well, it's gonna be one of those days. So do the do the whole thing. Come back through the station. Go up the hill again. The yep. like the initial launch hill. But we just come back down, and they stop us in the station. It was like, yay. Did the- they shut it down after that? No. No? No. And there's still people in line waiting after watching well, us. Yeah, but at least those are probably the two best spots for it to have a breakdown, you know, honestly. Honestly, yeah. We're not upside down. Unless we're- it was stuck at the bottom. It's yeah, That's kind of where you right. want to be. Yeah. So not like-, like that one that got stuck upside down. Like, part of it was it was like that level. Yeah. And there were some people that were upside down and they got stuck for a couple hours. Yeah, that's not fun at all. I that's a hard no there for were me. Two dog. big roller coaster stories this week cuz that one and then there's the one that where the pictures came out of the giant crack yeah. in the post. I saw that and I was like, "Oh, I don't know about that one." <laughs> yeah, that'll be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Would you rather to do to get a billion dollars from this terrifying and uh, from this hor- terrifying and horrible situation? There's a list you have, there is a, a an unknown billionaire. Okay. He has captured you. Okay. You are stripped naked. Okay. Uh, you have guns pointed at your head, your chest, all your arms. Like, if, if you say no, you would die. Okay. You have one, two, three, four, five, six options. Six options. Six options. Six options. Yeah. If I don't choose any of these six options, I die. Yeah. One of the, yeah, one of the one. You don't take the money, dead. Okay. So, scam a college graduate out of all their assets to get their entire diploma in education and talents from them. That's option one. Okay. Option two, go permanently blind, deaf, mute, agassia, and physically numb without a cure. Number three, watch all your family, friends, and loved ones get thrown into a volcano by cultist billionaires. (laughs) They're already in a cult. <laughs> Option four. Murder a newborn baby, a happy child, a disabled person, a kitten, 
and a valedictorian on graduation day. All of them. All of them. Oh, shit. Not one of. Okay. Damn. All right. (laughs) The last option, beat up a single parent in front of the kids almost to death, leaving them permanently homeless. Remember, if you don't take any of those options, you will be killed. I picked one of those options. You did? I did. What was the second option again? Because I'm second option one. is to go permanently blind, deaf, oh, mute, okay. no, 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 not physically numb. Third option. Third option: watch all your family, friends, and loved ones get thrown into a volcano by cultless billionaires. Okay. Um, least ramifications that I could possibly make amends with is my thought patterns. Is option one. Scam a college yes. graduate? Yes, because once I have that billion, I can I can sort them out. Okay, okay. I, I can throw them a chunk to sort them out. Yep. Now, which one did I pick? I know, I know what you would take. Which one did I take? <clears throat> what was option four? Or, option. Or, uh, yeah, four and five. Option four. Murder a newborn baby, a happy child, a disabled oh, person. Oh, that was the full kill list. Okay. Yeah, that's a full kill list. Valedictorian okay. on graduation day. Okay. Option five, beat up a single parent in front of the kids almost to death and leave them permanently homeless. Um, you know what? I got to think you, you're you not as, as evil as you may try to represent. <laughs> so I'm going to say you're sticking with option one as well. Yeah? Yeah. I took option five. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because... Like I said, I'm scam- like, why would I scam another rich person? Oh, this is a col- rich college person, right? They might not be a rich college well, person, though. Still, but they, they went to college. They got a bunch of degrees. Well, shit. okay. Yeah. No, but if I beat up a single parent in front of the kids, like, they do a lot of things for homeless people nowadays. <laughs> well, you're... you're, you're... <laughs> what? <laughs> they do. There's lots of programs. Game over, man. Game over. No. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Welcome back now. No? No, we're not over? No, I still got one more. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So, if you could get rid of one of these species with no consequences of the food chain or environmental or anything, which species would you eliminate completely? How many options are there? Are there? Four options. Four options. Four options. You're just taking it out of an existence, and Does it, won't, it exi- won't affect the ecosystem. Nothing will Okay. Be. So these are, these, these are obviously going to be four options of species that are primarily just superfluous and pretty or cute, or they hey. serve no real function. Yeah. So option the first, okay. fruit flies. The okay. second, yep. bed bugs. Oh. Mm. The third... Ticks. The fourth, fleas. Oh, this is okay. This is not, not what I expected, and so much harder than I thought. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> Fruit flies, bed bugs, ticks, or fleas. Completely eliminated from bed bugs. Bed bugs? Bed bugs. I feel like that's probably one of the worst infestations. So you take that out of out of the equation, and it's probably going to be one of the most beneficial 
in the long run. Okay, so that's what you think I. Oh, uh, that, that's what, what, what I think you. That that's what I would. That's pick. What you would take you you. Um, I'm gonna say ticks. Ticks. Yes, you you're an art, outdoorsy type and all, and I think that the the what ticks bring to the game uh, is is a little more of a, a concern for you. Well, it is ticks. All right. I I would eliminate ticks. Is my logic in the right realm? For the outdoorsiness mm, of it? Sort of, kind of. Okay. There's a particular tick that um, has drawn my ire. It's called the Lone Star Tick. The Lone Star Tick. Yes. And if you are bitten by a Lone Star Tick, mm-hmm. you become allergic to red meat. Fuck that guy. Game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now, yeah? Yeah, fuck that guy.